Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to ditch the feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's go ahead and jump in to today's episode. Hey, what's up? Hello, Hustle Sanely Squad. Welcome back to the show. I am so stoked that you're here. I hope that you never get tired of me thanking you for taking the time to tune in, to share the show with your friends, to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, because truly it all matters and it all adds up. I don't make money directly from the podcast, but I put so much time and energy into it every single month because of the feedback that I get from you babes. And I'm so seriously grateful for your support on this show. The podcast is my favorite content that I create from you know, Instagram, email, like all those things, YouTube, podcasting is my absolute favorite. So I just want to thank you for being here. Also, what the actual heck that episode number 100, 100 is next week. Like, okay, Hustle Sanely podcast. I see you growing. I see you thriving. Anyways, my goal with the title of this episode was to make you click real fast. So I hope that it worked. I feel like like we can all relate on some level to being exhausted. Like sometimes it feels like no matter how much sleep we get or how good we're being about resting regularly, sometimes we just have this underlying sense of fatigue, you know? Like you're going through your days and you're just dragging. The mental fog is thick, your body feels tight, intense. It's all it's taking like all of your inner strength to keep your eyelids from clamping shut. I know it's frustrating, right? Especially when you feel like you're really making it a priority to rest and get good sleep. Now, before we go on, you know me and my love for giving y'all definitions. So what exactly is exhaustion? So exhaustion is defined as a state of extreme physical or mental fatigue. And then let's go a little bit deeper. Fatigue is feeling overtired with low energy and a strong desire to sleep that interferes with normal daily activities. Thank you so much, Webster. We appreciate you. Now, while we're on the definition train, I want to tell you how I think about rest. So rest is doing whatever rejuvenates you in the way that you need to be rejuvenated. Rest is not just sitting and doing nothing. It can be, but rest is purposeful and it's intentional. So remember that as you listen to today's episode. 
So a few months ago, I was so annoyed that even after taking weekends off of work and resting, I was so tired on Monday mornings, like so exhausted without knowing why, because I wasn't exerting myself or doing anything wild. I was just tired. And I was like, what the heck? Why am I so tired? I uh, rested this weekend. So of course, I took to Google and I started researching rest because that's just what I do. I love to learn. Okay. You know what I found out that I had no previous knowledge of? Like I was blown away by this, you guys. There are seven, seven different types of rest. While I was Googling about rest, I discovered Dr. Chandra, I hope that's how you say her name, Dalton Smith, and her book called Sacred Rest, which talks about the seven types of rest needed to optimize your productivity and increase your overall happiness. Now, full transparency, I have not read the book yet. It is on my TBR, but I did spend some time digging into her work because she gives keynote speeches and all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to share some cliff notes with you today here on the show. And I'll have her website linked in the show notes so you can go research for yourself some too if you want. So after reading over the seven different types of rest, it became so obvious to me why I was exhausted even after I thought that I was resting because I wasn't resting in all areas. So let's jump into the seven different types of rest because I know you're over there on the edge of your seat like, okay, come on, Jess, can you please just tell us what they are? So uh, here we go. I want you to know if you're catering to all of your rest needs or not. So here are the seven types of rest, and then we'll break them all down. So number one, physical rest. And by the way, these are not in any particular order. Number two, mental rest. Number three, creative rest. Number four, emotional rest. Number five, sensory rest. Number six, social rest. And number seven, spiritual rest. Um, okay. Are you over there as mind blown as I was when I first heard these? Even just reading the names, like before I even knew like fully what each one was, I could pinpoint which types of rest I was neglecting. And maybe you can too. This is so awesome because when you can identify a gap, you can start to take steps to fill that gap. So I want to explain what each of these are. Some of them I know are pretty self-explanatory, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then I want to give you some examples of how you can incorporate each kind of rest in a practical way. Sound good? So the first one is physical rest. And physical rest can actually be divvied up into two categories, passive physical rest and active physical rest. Now, passive rest is sleeping or napping, and active rest includes any type of activity that restores the physical body. So think like yoga, stretching, massage therapy, those kinds of things. You might need physical rest if you find yourself to be physically sore often, you exert a lot of physical energy at work on a regular basis, or your sleep patterns have been off. So some examples of how to rest physically. Now, I feel like this one is the most like no brainer. So stick with me here, but you can schedule 
schedule a weekly yoga class or book a monthly massage. And then two super simple things you can do is make sure to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep per night and stretch for five to 10 minutes every morning. Like those are very practical things that you can do to take care of your physical body, right? Now I say they're simple, not easy, because I know that it does take discipline and intention to do these things. But dang y'all, the older I get, the more I'm needing to nurture my physical rest even more, especially that passive physical rest, especially stretching. So that is the first type of rest, physical rest. The second one is mental rest. And mental rest is when we give our brains a break by turning off that constant chatter that's all around us and just embracing stillness and quiet. So you might need mental rest if you experience brain fog or that afternoon slump on the regular, which we talked about in a couple episodes ago, or if you have trouble falling asleep at night, or if you wake up after sleeping for seven or eight hours and you still feel tired. If you experience any of that, you probably need some mental rest. So I have two examples of how you can rest mentally. So have technology breaks built into your day. Y'all know I don't bring technology with me outside for my lunch break. And I also wrap up being on technology by 845 in the evenings to give my mind some time to unwind before bed so I can actually sleep well once I lay down. And then the second example of how you can rest mentally is having quiet time every day. Whether it's a part of your morning routine or you have designated activities that are done quietly throughout your day, you just need to build in that intentional quiet space. So in my life, when I shower, I don't bring any noise with me. And I used to watch YouTube videos in the shower, which maybe that sounds weird. I don't know, but I don't know. It's what I did. But now my showers are my time for my mind to rest. No music, no shows, no podcast. So think of something that you do every day or almost every day, like driving or, you know, walking around your block. Like what is something that you do every single day, like a habit of yours? Make that a quiet time activity to give yourself some mental rest. Okay, real quick, I want to let y'all know that enrollment for the Hustle Sanely program is coming up so soon. You're going to be able to get your booty in the program from Friday, September 24th through Friday, October 1st. And I'm going to be real with you guys. I already told you this, but I mean it. The program is not opening again this year. Like this is it for 2021. So if you're wanting to learn how to live the Hustle Sanely lifestyle and apply the five keys to hustling sanely to your life, then you better get in on this. I have taken over 200 women, which is insane, through this program. And if you head to jessicamassey.com slash hustlesanely program, you can actually read and watch their testimonies. This program is the real deal, y'all, when it comes to making changes in your life. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, the Hustle Sanely program is my live group coaching program where I'm walking you through how to make manage your time and energy so you can create a peacefully productive life. So if you feel like a prisoner to your never-ending to-do list, you're exhausted at the end of every day, you're burnt out because your days just feel so jam-packed, then you need this program in your life. 
Teaching this program is my passion and I am so pumped to come alongside you as your coach because yes, I will be your productivity coach to teach you how to get your mindset right, get clear on your vision, define your priorities and create a schedule that allows you to be peacefully productive. I am telling you right now, you do not have to keep living that frantic, chaotic life that you are living. I can come alongside you and together we can build your peacefully productive life. If you want to enroll, make sure that you head on over to jessicamassi.com slash hustle sanely program. And I cannot wait to come alongside you as your coach and teach you how to hustle sanely. All right, let's get back into the show. Okay, the third type of rest is creative rest. Now, you might need creative rest if you spend a lot of your time doing creative tasks, obviously, right? When most people hear that, our brains, at least mine, goes to like arts and crafts. So I didn't really consider my work creative until I started reading more into creative rest. So tasks like solving problems, brainstorming, and pitching are all creatively driven. So some examples of how to rest creatively, I want you to think about what inspires you. That's usually a form of creative rest. So for me, it is hands down getting outside. Whether it's going on a walk or if we're vacationing somewhere with mountains, hiking or paddleboarding on the bay, reading a book out in my backyard, being outside just rejuvenates me creatively. So other examples of ways you can get creative rest, reading, doodling, dancing. Now, keep in mind things that may be restful to one person may sound super draining to somebody else. You know you best, okay? So think about what actually rejuvenates rejuvenates you and boom, there you go. There's some creative rest. So at the end of my workday, I spend around 15 or 20 minutes reading a fiction book because letting my mind get lost in a story helps me to creatively and mentally recharge so that I can have an actual conversation with my husband in the evening instead of being like just mentally just completely drained. So find something that rejuvenates you creatively and kind of tack it on to the end of your workday like as you're transitioning into being at home, okay? So then the fourth type of rest is emotional rest. And so emotional rest is having the time and space to freely express your feelings without being worried about pleasing others. So you might need emotional rest if you identify as a people pleaser. I know a lot of you can relate. I've talked about it in the Hustle Sanely BFF membership. Or maybe if you say yes to everything, everyone all the time, or maybe your daily work is just very emotionally charged. So I think about like teachers, therapists, parents, nurses, things like that. So some examples of how to rest emotionally, a big way that I emotionally rest is through journaling in the mornings and in the evenings. So journaling is my safe space to emotionally unwind, a place for me to go to express my feelings without having to filter them to please other people. You know what I'm saying? 
So that's definitely something that you can do to give yourself some emotional rest every day is journal without filtering yourself, right? So this next example of how you can get some emotional rest, it's not my idea. I've heard a few people talk about doing this before, and it reminds me of that movie Yesterday. I think Jennifer Gardner, Garner, I don't know. She's in it, but it reminds me of that movie, but the opposite. So giving yourself a yes vacation is this next idea. And what that means, it's just giving yourself permission to halt on saying yes to any extra things for a designated time period. So maybe your yes vacation is a week or a day or a month, whatever. But when someone asks you to do something, instead of jumping straight to yes, you say something like, "Mm, I need to think about it and I'll get back to you. Or I don't have the space in my schedule for that right now. So it sounds a whole lot like boundaries, which it should because those are boundaries in action. And you guys know that Hustle Sanely approves having healthy boundaries. The fifth type of rest is sensory rest. And this is the one that caught me by surprise the most because I never thought about needing sensory rest. But now that I implement it into my life regularly, I can tell such a difference. So you might need sensory rest if you spend a lot of time around bright lights, screens, or noise, whether it's loud machinery or just kind of like subtle background noise that's like ongoing. These kinds of things can overwhelm our senses. And hey, Let's take it back to kindergarten and review our five senses real quick, just in case you forgot one. Sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch, aka how the human body receives sensory information. So some examples of how to rest sensorily, I don't even know if that's a word, but you know what I'm saying. When I used to work outside of the home as an SLPA at a school, I would drive home in silence as a way to give my senses a rest. I didn't want to listen to music or talk on the phone or anything anything like that. So that's an example. Another example is maybe allowing yourself five minutes to lay down in a dark space with your eyes closed to just focus on your breathing. I know when my husband gets home from work, he goes directly into our bedroom and shuts the door and just takes five to 10 minutes just to like close his eyes and decompress. He works around loud machinery all day long. He's out in the bright light all day long. Um, So whatever you need to do, figure out how your senses are being like overstimulated, like which senses are, and then figure out how you can incorporate rest into your routine every day to accommodate for that. The sixth type of rest is social rest, and that's when you just need some time away from people for a little bit. Now, you might need social rest if you're an introvert. Same me. I'm a big, massive, major introvert. But if you're feeling like a heavy tug expectation-wise from people in your life, that's also an indicator that you might need some social rest. So some examples of how to rest socially. My favorite way to rest socially is planning a solo date. I probably do this once a month where I tell my husband that I need some me time and I either stay home by myself and like have him go out with the guys or whatever and I read or I watch a comfort movie or Gilmore Girls which is my comfort show just something that I love to do or it could be driving out to the beach and taking a walk by myself just something that is intentional time that's just for me myself and I now if you're feeling drained by being around others plan a solo date it can be an hour a whole day or even a weekend away. But I'm telling you, if you're feeling just kind of burnt out with people, that's what's going to help you. 
The seventh type of rest that Dr. Dalton Smith talks about is spiritual rest. And this is the one that I had the most questions about when I first learned about the seven types of rest. So Dr. Dalton Smith defines it as the capacity to experience God in all things and recline in the knowledge of the holy. So you might need spiritual rest if you're feeling distant from God or whatever you believe in as your higher power. So some examples of how to rest spiritually creating spiritual habits in your life, like prayer, meditation, reading the Bible daily. I feel like when it comes to spending time with God, a lot of people think that if it's not an hour or more, then it's not worth it. I know I used to think this, that if I only had five to 10 minutes in the morning to pray or read my Bible, that I shouldn't bother because it needed to be this hour long event of, you know, playing worship music and taking five pages of notes during a Bible study. Y'all, let's be real. God doesn't need all of that flashy stuff from us. He just wants us to be in relationship with him. Some ways that I spiritually rest regularly, as soon as my feet hit the floor when I wake up in the morning, I just say, good morning, God. Super simple. I spend around 30 minutes praying and reading the word like four to five days a week. I go on an afternoon prayer walk during my lunch break. That's like five minutes long. And then at night before bed, I thank God for that day. I just kind of mentally go through a gratitude list. When I'm driving, I often have worship music playing in the Jeep. And then another great way to get spiritual rest or to nurture yourself spiritually is by getting in community. So those are the seven types of rest. Now, here's my advice for making sure that you're giving yourself adequate rest in all of these areas. Don't overwhelm yourself by trying to do all of them at the same time, okay? Determine which two to three of the seven areas that you feel like you're the most exhausted in. Dr. Dalton Smith suggests that we start by thinking through our days. So what kind of energy are we exerting? Are you on all day for work because you're teaching? Or maybe you sit in a bright office with bright screens all day. If you work in ministry, you might be pouring out a lot of energy that way. It's going to be different for all of us, but start to make some mental notes about what you're doing every single day, physically, mentally, creatively, emotionally, socially, spiritually, and sensorily. After you determine where you're lacking energy, because that's where you're pouring it out often, then brainstorm some ways that you can start intentionally incorporating regular rest into your life in these specific areas. So I gave you some examples already, of course, but you do what works for you, like 100%. So once you've really integrated those two to three types of rest by creating habits and routines, stack another one on. Then once you've built habits and routines, for that one, stack the next one on and just keep doing that until you have all seven types of rest fully integrated into your life. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it a big thing. Start slow and be consistent, okay? You're not racing anyone. You're just trying to make your life better. Remember that everything I teach you when it comes to hustling sanely is meant to make your life flow easier and feel lighter. Okay, last thing before we wrap up this episode, I just 
wanted to remind you that on September 24th, the Hustle Sanely program is opening for enrollment for the last time this year. So if you're really serious about wanting to learn how to incorporate the five keys to hustling sanely into your life so that you can live a peacefully productive life no matter what season you're in, make sure that you mark your calendar for September 24th because that is when the program is opening. And like I said, this is it for the rest of the year. All right, babes, that's what I've got for you this week. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I love you so much and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.